distance Join the resistance Come on, let's start by talking tactics Have a pass and match this Here's how we practice The last order conversation Hey everybody, this is a special little bonus episode of Pop Culture Continuum This is John Elliott And this is Patrick McCarty and we're, uh, this week we're talking about the Emmy nominations. Woohoo! Yeah, uh, I think probably we're the only two people who will listen to this podcast because I don't think most people give a shit. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, I don't think the Emmys are the least popular awards, but they're close. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, probably the least popular awards are the uh, "Who Smells Most Like a Hog." Uh, well, wow, I, I follow that one closely. Do you? I mean, it's a regional Mississippi thing, which uh, uh, there's some stiff competition down there for that. Um, it, well, what would you say is the least pop? Maybe, oh, maybe the Tonys, huh? Or the Grammys? I guess. It's, well, yeah, Tony Grammys are so kind of. Yeah, I, I would say the Tonys though, because it, it has the least amount of you know if you don't live in new york you're not seeing those shows maybe it's a popular show since you get to see pieces of the shows but i don't think it's as popular as talking around the water cooler the next day about who won yeah i mean personally i'd rather watch the tonys than the grammys because the grammys are just kind of shit well and the tonys get uh, neil patrick harris to host exactly awesome. uh, yeah no neil patrick harris is the shit so did you see the opening of, of the most recent tonys no i missed it Oh, it, it's a, you find it on YouTube. It's incredible. It, it's a very well done a little opening with Neil Patrick Harris. And it's a neat song, and there's a magic trick, and it's, it's very fun. Uh, any anal? Uh, I don't think so, but I didn't watch the whole thing. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so w- w- we're going to do the Emmys. Um, w- well, you got anything going on be- before we start? Any... I was wondering if you were open to changing the name of the podcast. Uh, of course I am. I to... was thinking we, maybe we could change it to the barbershop. The... <laughs> oh, God damn it. I would have I would have uh, I would have pulled that up. We got our first bad review, which means we arrived. Um, it was kind of a <laughs> it was kind of a dumb bad review. Uh, we I don't want to no, go. It was, it was fine. I just thought it was funny to say. In the review, he said, I'd, I'd like to go to the barbershop. And I, I was like, oh, if we're like a barbershop, I like that. It's Yeah, no, he said. Conversations at the barbershop are fun. Right. Well, he, he his, yeah, the gist of it was, uh, it, I don't want to hear two guys who don't know what they're talking about, which I, I think is a little bit, you know, we're not professionals, but it's not like we don't do research on the shit. But uh, but he said, if I want to do that, I'll just go down to the barbershop um, and, and listen, which I was like. Well, yeah, that's that's kind of what this is, right? Like the barbershop. Yeah. I mean, if people still went to the barbershop and talked, if this was, right. you know, 1957, <laughs> old, old motherfucker who gave us the bad review. Uh, Very he, nice gentleman. He, he might have a point. Oh, I'm I'm sure he's beautiful. Um, and it reminds me of my favorite barbershop's uh, encounter. I, I was like a week after I moved to California, I needed to get my hair cut. So I went to a barbershop and. <clears throat> excuse me this guy uh, cut my hair he must have been 170 years old well was he somewhere. a real barber or was it like a you know a stylist oh he was a real barber though. yeah yeah all the real barbers are 107 years old so and uh as he's cutting my hair he was telling about, about his, how his son just moved into a nursing home and that was funny and <laughs> then uh during the haircut he asked how long i lived in california and i told him how long he's like oh have you had an earthquake yet? And I said, no, no, I've never had, I've never felt an earthquake. He's like, Oh, it's something. And then he stopped, he, he put the scissors down and, and turned the chair. So I wasn't facing the mirror, got behind the chair and started to shake the chair. And then he stopped and he said, that's what an earthquake feels like. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, then and he, his son's the one in the nursing home. <laughs> then he told a story about how he, uh, he, he, he's lived in Ventura his entire life. Uh, the, back in like the 1950s, a family moved to, to California from Kansas. And uh, while they're, they they just wanted, they thought California was a nice place to be and whatever reason. and Because uh, they earth- were from fucking Kansas. That's good <laughs> enough reason. And then an earthquake hit and they said, we can't take this. We're going back home. We're going back home. They loaded up their trucks and went back or their uh, Conestoga wagons and went back to Kansas. 
and he with said, "Granny <laughs> sitting up on top in a rocking chair." <laughs> I'm sure. And he said, "A few weeks after they got back, you know what happened?" I said, "No, I did not know what happened." And he said, "When right when they got back, an earthquake hit in Kansas." So that was the end of the story. That's uh. That's but cold. the best part is him shaking the chair, and I sent other people to that barbershop to experience the same thing. And every time they went they'd experience that thing. You know, you might have a patch in the back of your head, but at least you have a good story afterwards. Yeah. Well, I mean, bar- yeah, barbers, uh, old school barbers are cool. I mean, I don't necessarily like to talk to them too much. I like to listen to them talk, but you know, they're usually kind of, <laughs> yeah. kind of racist and, uh, out of it. Um, well, it depends. I mean, I've, I guess they're often, they're, they're often on extremes. They're not always racist, but there's, they're always a little bit out there. Yeah, they are. I mean, yeah, no, they're not like uh, cab drivers who every single one I've ever had has started some racist conversation with me. <laughs> I had another barber who, uh, his family was from Mexico, and he started talking about, uh, I forget what he was, oh, he started how great his church is, and he's a very uh, devout Catholic, and he loves the church, blah, 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 and then he must have later. been a pariah among the Mexican community, a devout Catholic. <laughs> a little bit later, he started talking about the history of Mexico and how the the Spaniards came over and killed everybody. He said, those Catholic bastards. I was just like, wait, hold on. That's, that's both some uh, weird uh, history, uh, understanding of history, and weird self-loathing, in yeah, a way. He gave a good haircut. And then there was the guy, I, it seems like it happens a lot, or it did at one point after the haircut's done, the guy said, do you want a massage? And I'm like, I guess. And he got this thing, he put it on his hand, and it kind of vibrated, and he put it on the back of my neck. It was kind of nice. Oh, well, you're lucky he only put it on the back of your neck. Well, I didn't say only. Oh. Yep, my, my mistake for, for not, for reading too little into it. Exactly. I tend to do that. Yeah, I went to the... I went to the dentist the other day, and uh, that was, uh, I, you know, I think dentists should just, they should uh, make you arrive like a half hour early and then just give you like six Vicodin before you even go in. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how in this fucking century they're still, like they, they've got pliers, dude. They're still using pliers and shit and, <laughs> and metal scrapers, fucking laser that shit. It's 2013. I don't know. Yeah, the I, equipment the dentist office uses is very medieval. antiquated. Yeah. 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 So I, I, I always dread it. And I'm like, even just for a cleaning, I sit there and I grip the damn uh, chair rests so tight that my, my knuckles turn white. Um, Do you know they have the, the thing where you can get knocked out during your... Oh, I went to I went to a, a den. Uh, basically, my dentist sent me to what was uh, technically a, a dentist for pussies, and uh, and they they were like, oh yeah, we can put you under and do all this shit. Um, they're like, let's see, it'll be that'll be fourteen thousand uh, dollars. You have to. Pay Are you up. kidding? Oh, no, God, and he's like, you have to pay up front, and then we can bill your insurance later. And I was like, who who has fourteen thousand dollars to spend at the dentist? Let me get this gold brick out, and I'll give it right to you. Yeah, I almost shit a gold brick when I heard $14,000. That's a nice talent. Well, I've been going to... Oh, I'm done now, but I, I have had a three-month saga of going to the dentist. I, I, I don't have the uh, money to go to a regular dentist, and I don't have dental insurance, so I, I went to a dental school, and it's really neat. But the there's one tooth... And then I haven't needed to have a lot of work done, but one tooth needed a, a crown... And the first time I went, the crown didn't stay on. It didn't fit. When they took an x-ray, they said, okay, we have to do it again. I went back five times before they got it right. And finally, just yesterday, I went, and it's all it's all better now. Jesus. See, here's the thing. I, now, obviously, I, I don't have a college education. But when I was in school, I know they didn't let me take uh, my finals five times in a row before I got the shit right. Well, it was not the dentist's fault. It was the lab who made the... The, like took the, the x-rays and made the, the mold the, yeah the fake the, the the crown the crown didn't fit right and then finally the like the professor is like okay you've gone through too much we're going to make another we're going to shape the the tooth in a different way to make sure the lab can't screw it up and that's why it was finally got done right i mean yeah it took way too long the only nice thing is that 
the dentist offices downtown. So it was in, I always had a nice trip when I went down. I was just like, okay. Cause now at this point I'm already going back for a cleaning in like two, two months. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and now you at least have a regal tooth. I guess so. You, you should buy it one of those robes, you know, with the uh, leopard spot uh, trim. Well, all my teeth have robes like that. I, at night, I put them on. Oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, you, you, you deserve it. And so do they. Um. All right. You want to get into the? Uh, sure. If I'm boring you. You. Uh, I mean, I didn't want to come right out and say it. But Usually. this is a this is a bonus episode and. Uh, we're doing it on a, a work day, you know. I I need my I need my time to uh, relax with my stories, man. I can't be uh, and by my stories I mean telenovelas, of course. What else would you mean? Um, and Korean. Do you ever watch any of those, like the weird Korean uh, s- soap operas or or uh, Spanish ones? Like I don't even speak Spanish, but or Korean. Um, but or or English really, but I I, uh, I enjoy watching them sometimes. Or you you kind of don't need to speak the language. No, I've never I've never really watched them. What about Sabado Gigante? I have no idea what that is. Oh, dude, so no. you got it. You got to fucking watch it if you have Univision or whatever. Um, I think it means uh, Giant Saturday. I don't know. I don't know Spanish at all. Uh, but you should check it out because it's like some weird time warp to uh like i can't even describe it dude the humor is so fucking cheesy and and so are the production values and it's like you know uh bumblebee man on the simpsons that's basically what it's like okay (laughs) where they'll they'll make like a macaulay culkin home alone face and be like oh dios mio you know just Oh god! You should watch it. I I find it uh, fascinating, and I'm unable to turn the channel when it's on. But uh, anyway, so uh, you got your list in front of you. Yes, the Emmys list. The Emmys list. So um, before we go through it, I was really surprised—not surprised, but impressed by the fact that this is. Well, I guess it's, I think it's the first year that Netflix has had any any kind of. Uh, production that they've done themselves and it got a lot of nominations yeah they this i this is the first year they've had original programming and they got they yeah that was impressive i mean i'm kind of impressed with the uh emmy committee for for even considering that shit that's true for it used to be that they wouldn't even consider cable stuff right it took them years for all the table cable stuff to go in so the fact that they are flexible enough to put netflix in so fast is, is pretty cool yeah i mean you you remember the Ace Cable Ace Awards. Speaking of the worst award shows that have ever aired, um, that's what they used to do. Yeah, no, it is it is cool. Although then there are still some. I mean, there are still some signs that they're uh, stuck in the fifties. But we'll we'll get to it. So, uh, and I think uh, House of Cards deserved deserves the praise it got. I, I enjoyed that. It was a good. It was, yeah, it was a good series. Did you watch uh, the Americans? Yeah, that was good. I like that I... too. Yeah, uh, with uh, Felicity. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty good. Um, okay, so uh, all right, I'll I'll start with uh, and maybe we can switch off with categories. So uh, outstanding drama series. That's the first one that's coming up on my screen. So Breaking Bad uh, got a win in my opinion. Uh, Downton Abbey, eh, you know. Uh, Game of Thrones, Homeland. House of Cards, Mad Men. Um, it's pretty strong, pretty strong competition. They're all, I wouldn't say any of them suck. I I, can, I only watch one of them, so. Um, well, I mean, Downton Abbey's only like, what, six episodes? I, You know, because it's, it's British. It seems weird they call that a PBS show when it's a BBC show. Well, yeah, but I don't I don't think it would be eligible in the U.S. if, if it was, you know. Okay, so the fact that it airs first on PBS. Okay, I got it. Yeah, uh, no, no, not really much chance of that one winning, I wouldn't think. Um, I, mean, I yeah, I don't. Has has Breaking Bad ever won? Or is Mad? What is what is the drama series that wins every year? I should have done some research, huh? Yeah, uh, that would have been smart. If you yeah. ever, have, I, I, I'm gonna look it up right now. But if I've looked this up before, not this specific question, but. The, I think one of the reasons that the Emmys aren't as popular as, as the Oscars is the fact that 
you'll look at the list and there's blocks of years that the same thing wins every year. Like Frazier won for like 25 years in a row. Yeah. And yeah. So it, it makes it uh, less interesting because it's less of a surprise. Yeah. Well, I know that Brian Cranston's won um, and Aaron Paul. I don't know if Breaking Bad's won Best Series or not. Um, no, it hasn't. Mad Men won for a bunch of years in a row. And then Homeland yeah, last yeah. year. And, and Mad Men's good, too. I think a lot of people... Uh, a lot of people find Mad Men kind of slow, but uh, Viv and I were talking about, it, and Mad Men's really a, a character study. It's really, it's really all about character more than anything, which you don't see a lot of on uh, on TV these days. I I enjoy Mad Men. I'm not all the way caught up. I'm a couple of seasons behind, but I had a conversation with with actually Amy about it, and it it made me look at it differently. And I don't think I. I have to watch it again to get back into it. But one point she brought up is they use the setting of the sixties as an excuse to be sexist. And it does make it a little bit less, uh, not as good to not, it doesn't feel as good of a show because it, it does feel like that when, after she brought it up, I looked at it a little bit differently. It doesn't, it as an excuse to be sexist and almost glorifies it. Oh, see, I don't see that at all. I, no, I see it. No, much more as a commentary on, uh, on how women's roles have changed. I, I think uh, there are some really good uh, female characters on there who are who are uh, prisoners of the, the time they're living in, but they're also uh, coming out of that now. Mm-hmm. I know you're not really caught up. Um, I No, I don't agree with that at all. So, Amy, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, no, no, I, I, I don't know. Actually, I, I, I could... Uh, Maybe I should rewatch some of the earlier seasons, but I, I really don't get that feeling that they're being sexist, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know anything about... Um, well, I the, feel like... I've, maybe I'm misquoting her, but I feel like in the early seasons, they definitely uh, glamorized the, the way that um, John Hamm, his behavior. Oh, they... Yeah, they're... He's not so glamorous anymore. Okay. No, but, no. Uh, in the early seasons, he really he does what he wants and he's, he, he doesn't treat women especially well aside from the one writer. Right. No. Well, and I, I think that's, and a, that, and that's that, come around uh, full okay. circle where he's, uh, he's facing the consequences of that kind of bullshit okay. now. So, which is why I, I, I feel like, especially this season, I feel like has been, uh, has been really about women a lot more. Um, so, so yeah, I, I I don't see that, but maybe maybe in the early seasons it might have seemed that way. Um, so Downton Abbey, nah, not a chance. I mean, it's a soap opera. Um, Do you watch Homeland? Yeah, I've I've watched Homeland. It's it's okay. Uh, first season was was good. This season a little less good. How about you? Have do you watch? It? No, I have to I have to make a point to watch that because it sounds like it's a good show. And the main actor in it is someone I've seen in, uh, there's a, sh- a short-lived show called Life, and he was very good in it, so I think I'd enjoy the, his performance. Yeah, he's good in it. Um, it's uh, it's by the creators of 24, and I, I think this season was more 24-ish uh, than, than the first season. I don't, I don't, didn't like it quite as much. Um, so it just lasted one day? What? Yeah, exactly. It, it well, uh, no, twenty four uh, seconds. This this oh, okay. series. Yeah, yeah. That is. It's really ambitious. short. It's, I mean, they might as well just do webisodes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, Game of Thrones. That's is that the one that you watch? No. Uh, uh, um, House of Cards. Oh, okay. Oh, right. You already said. Yeah, Game of Thrones. You know, I I don't know. The nerds will all go crazy but it's not a great show i mean it's a good it's a good show it's entertaining um i don't think it's got the depth of something like breaking bad or Mad Men, or even homeland how about downtown abbey uh it, it might be downtown abbey for depth i think they're both basically uh soap operas like i said i think game of thrones is is a soap opera um you know, I'm not. We've talked about it a million times. I'm not really into the whole fantasy and dragons and all that shit. And I think if you are, uh, you think the series is awesome just because it it 
speaks to your interests. Um, but I think just seen as a as a drama, as a story, I don't think it's as strong as as uh, some of the others, uh, including House of Cards. House of Cards is is a good one. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset if that won. I I just think Breaking Bad's uh, the best show on TV right now, and I'd, I'd like to see it win, but maybe... And this is its final season? This is the last chance for Breaking Bad to win the award? Or? Uh, well, they broke up this season into two parts, so it's coming oh, back okay. in August for the last part, so maybe it'll be eligible next year. Um, it's always good. It's uh, it's neat when they give a, a, a really good show a, at least some credit for its at the end, if, if they didn't get it at the beginning, when it deserves it, like a show like Breaking Bad. Yeah, I think so too. Um, just like they gave uh, Jaws four the the Oscar. When really Jaws three in three D is the one that deserved it. Right. Well, because it got Michael Caine the boat. Of course, but but you know they they Politics. they uh, screwed the po- pooch a little on that one, and yeah, but they As made they up say. for it. Um, yeah. So that's that's those ones. You got any any? Well, you don't watch any of them. I don't even know why we're doing this fucking episode. You don't watch any of these damn <laughs> I don't shows. Watch- television i feel like it, it uh kills the mind i, I prefer uh making art i have uh, some art as in uh ant colonies i like making ant colonies uh I oh i thought whole... you meant uh when you said making art your uh your life-size uh art carney robot that is top secret Sorry. I appreciate it. You don't get it out too fast because someone else is working on a life-size robot of Jackie Gleason. And if they get out that first, they're going to make the money. So. All right. My my apologies. Although that life-size uh, Jackie Gleason, that's that. Uh, it doesn't just sit in the house. It sits around. The, uh, yeah. I was going to say it, it probably took a lot more equipment to build that one. So you'll probably get done quicker. Um, so we both had the same cheap fat joke. That's nice. No, mine was was much cheaper. Yeah, I guess that's true. All right, uh, well, so you want to move on? I I would like to see Breaking Bad win. I'm uh, my prediction. Are we gonna make predictions? I'll I'll predict fucking House of Cards because it's you know it's new out of the gate. I think everybody's uh, kind of stoked on it. I will predict Breaking Bad to give it uh, a going away present. All right. Um, you want to do the next uh, category? No, because my list is is in a different order. So you, you go ahead. Yeah, but well, it doesn't. Okay, okay a comedy series. Uh, that's my next one too. Go ahead. Okay, the uh, the Big Bang Theory. Oh, girls. go fuck yourselves, Emmys. All right, sorry. Louie. Girls. Louie. Modern Family. Thirty Rock. Veep. So. Uh, I am really surprised by how much love Veep has gotten. I re- enjoyed the show. It just. I don't hear anyone else talking about it, so I thought I was the only one enjoying it. But it got nominated for a lot of awards on here. I think it's, uh, I, I think it's like comedy for people who love comedy. You know what I mean? Kind of, uh, same, same thing with Louis. Like it's not the big. I'm sure the Big Bang Theory audience is not the Veep audience. Yeah, but Veep doesn't seem like. It doesn't even seem. Do you think it's for people who love comedy? I just think it's amusing. I don't think it's like drop down funny. It, but I think it's, it's not a drop down story. Fun, but it's very smart. It's a, uh, it's intelligent and subtle comedy, which which yeah. is uh, not something that's that's normally on TV. So I think it sticks out. I gotcha. Um, Big Bang Theory. I I can't believe they still nominate this fucking piece of shit. I don't know. I we've talked about it a million times. I'm not going to go off on Big Bang Theory anymore. But but suck it. Don't don't win. It's never won. Oh, it hasn't? No. Modern yeah. Family has won since they won in 2010, 2011, 2012. So I'd say Modern Family might win. Yeah, and <coughs> Modern Family's good for, a, you know, an ABC primetime sitcom. Um, it's not... I think it's, no, I think it's very good. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think you need to qualify it. I think it's a very funny show. It's pretty good. I think... Uh, and it's good. I enjoy it, and and I I do laugh at it, uh, which is more than I can say of most uh, network uh, sitcoms. You, you're right. It's I, I'm not trying to downplay it. I I think 
I think the uh, the fact that it's won so many times is is kind of out of proportion to how good it is. Maybe. Um, well, I think that's what happens with the Emmys. It, it kind of you win one year and it kind of is a, a ball rolling down the hill. Just it, you win every year, no matter what the quality, because you're you're voting on the previous year. Well, let me ask you this, because this is something uh, somebody brought up somewhere, and uh, once they said it, I started noticing it a lot. Uh, is that Cameron is is almost offensive in his gay i mean he's just basically a gay stereotype and and the actor who plays him is gay and but he he does the the really over the top uh effeminate gay wait cameron is the is the 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 bigger guy he's not he's not gay sorry yeah okay right right the 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 other one is actually gay um yeah and 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 which which makes it even worse that that he's not gay and it's kind of what have you i don't think that that has any i i do i have noticed that it's it goes that is my complaint about the show not just him but every they do a lot of stereotypical humor that i don't enjoy like they've had a couple asian uh asian driver driver jokes which i think are stupid yeah always dumb that kind of joke is something they do in modern family often And, and him and the 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 lesbian couple and the that that was was just an over the top stereotype which wasn't especially funny to me I don't know if you remember that episode oh no, uh, yeah yeah they they were on a couple times actually yeah and the first time they were on was really bad it was just not not even a little bit funny so I I I do think they make that mistake and I think they feel I think it's like they can get away with it because we have a positive you know, a gay couple, so we can do as many stereotypes as I want. And I, I don't like that. No, I don't either. Yeah, I agree. I, and, and, and that's, uh, I mean, they do, they do do some, uh, smart comedy on it, but then they, they also do a lot of the broad stuff that we're talking about. So it's, it's kind of, uh, all over the place, you know, uh, I, I guess just, just to be able to appeal to, to more people, I would, I would, uh, I, jettison I the, the broad, more broad stuff. But I think I think all their faults are made up for by the that kid who plays Luke. Luke he, he is could fucking have his own show. the <laughs> shit. Yeah, no, he's awesome. I he wasn't nominated for like supporting or anything, but no, he's an awesome little complaints. actor. Yeah, he is. Uh, and I've 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 talked about this many times. I think the show would have been drastically improved if they had gotten Katie Segal to play the ex-wife. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. Much better. It would have been so great to have it as a, as a, this is, this is married with married with children 20 years later. Yeah. Well, they did have uh, Bud Bundy on an episode, although he didn't interact with uh, Ed O'Neill, but yeah, it was neat that he was a guest star, but I just, the fact that you could imagine this is this is what happened to Al Bundy. He, yeah, yeah. He, his business got great, and he got married again. It just makes it funnier. Well, he's because it's the same one. family. It's a girl and a guy. And... <laughs> he's he's another one. Ed O'Neill is really really fucking good. And I noticed um, I noticed from the beginning like what a what a good comic actor he is, which I didn't necessarily notice on uh, Married with Children. But you know that was also more of a, a well again a broad kind of kind of stereotype yeah, role that he didn't he have a chance that. to to really shine there shine. because that's not what the writing was 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 about yeah but he's really good on this he he can do a lot with just a look yeah yeah he's a very funny guy um everybody on this show is good i i, I, uh, like I don't know about the i i you know i'm not talk shit about little kid actors but uh i don't know about everybody <laughs> i like that little girl no one else likes <laughs> well that's because you're slightly pervy um (laughs) girls i i don't know i mean i guess there's a lot of love for girls i i don't and and you know it's judd apatow is involved so there's you know there's that going for him i'm not i'm not the target audience for it um because i just want to slap them when i watch it i'm like get your fucking shit together you're you're acting like morons so i it i can't I can't watch it, but, uh, but, uh, I mean, if that's it, a problem I had with, I haven't watched girls, but that's a problem I had with six feet under. Oh, but, me too. Well, see, I thought six feet under started out, uh, a strong show and then everybody just started whining and whining more about their stupid, boring middle-class lives. And I, I tuned out. I didn't mind their whining. I just couldn't stand how mean everyone was to each other. And, at some point, I was just like, "This is too much. It's, it's stressing me out. I have to stop watching. Maybe I'll pick it up again." But it's a, it's a, 
Yeah, I wanted to slap them. Just be nice to each other. Yeah, well, girls is the same thing. It stresses me out to watch it. Um, yeah. Which I think is partly the point, but also I'm a dude in my 40s who it has gone beyond that shit. So to me, it's just like a bunch of people being idiots, you know? I've, In my opinion, it's no sex in the city. It's what is? Girls is no sex in the city. No. Uh, Entourage was sex in the city uh, with males. Um, so I get out, bitch. God damn it. I'm so sad that I get that reference. Uh, just horrible people. Horrible people on both those shows. Um, Louis, uh, 30 Rocket would be nice. You know, the last, last season would be nice to see it win. I don't. I don't know. Maybe if they get sentimental, I don't really see it happening. But well, it's already won. It won three times. But yeah, I, w- I wouldn't mind that. But it wasn't an especially good season, so it wouldn't be on merit. I don't. I don't think Thirty Rock was the best of this list. Yeah, no. I mean, Louis to me is the best of this list. It's it's totally changed what uh, TV comedy is. But there's not also not a chance in fuck that they're gonna give that the Emmy for best comedy. Um, I'm, my prediction is modern family be the safe one. Uh, they, I think I'm going to predict. Yeah. It's just, I think I'll go with modern family too. All right. Uh, so outstanding lead actor in a drama series. We've got Brian Cranston for breaking bad. Hugh Bonneville for Downton Abbey. Uh, Damian Lewis for Homeland. Kevin Spacey for house of cards. John Hamm for mad men. And Jeff Daniels for the newsroom. A uh, uh, lot of hate for the newsroom, so I, I can't see that doing anything. Um, I but, don't. I'm, he would. I. I can. I like the show, and I. But I can see the hate. But I also. I think you can overlook the hate when, when you look at his performance. Was very good. He's very good in the show. Just, yeah, just on on an acting basis. I don't know. I haven't seen it, so. Uh, so I can't say. Brian Cranston's one. Um, Downton Abbey again. No. Not not really any chance. Uh, I I'd say uh, John Hamm's won a few times. Um, John Hamm's never won. Oh, he hasn't won. Oh, you're no. right. Mad Men won. Uh, John Hamm never won. Oh shit. So that's so I say it's going to be a three way thing between Kevin Spacey, Damian Lewis, and John Hamm. Damian Lewis won last year. Um, like I said, I don't think Homeland was as strong this year. So maybe. Uh, Maybe they'll give it to John Hamm and Kevin Spacey, or Kevin Spacey, but it seems to me Kevin Spacey is much beloved uh, by people who give awards. So, For good reason. Well, no, he's a great actor, but yeah. John Hamm has done a really good job, too, for, what, six six seasons now? Seven? I don't even know what they're up to. Um, and and receive no nothing for it. So, But, again, that might be one where they give it to him in the next after next year, after the very last season, as a you know consolation prize, right? Yeah. So I I'm, I could see John Hamm winning. I I could also could see Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I, th- I guess Jeff Daniels would be a, a surprise win if he won. Yeah, I think he's kind of a long shot, and it was just the first season, so uh, I don't know. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Kevin Spacey. I'll say Kevin Spacey too. Because I think that's who I want to win, since that's the only show I watch all the way through. No, I like I watch the new. No, I'll say Kevin Spacey. Yeah, and I think so. You can get what's that? Uh, the thing that oh, that tr- Tracy Morgan wanted, where you get win the uh, the Tony, the Emmy, the Oscar, and the Grammy. I I, I can't remember what it's called. Um, no chance of him winning a Grammy, but that's never it. say that. He could do a spoken word album that'll win. I saw him once. There was like some tribute to John Lennon concert and kevin spacey sang on it he actually sang oh yeah dude and it was fucking hilarious because he went full-on like show tune style singing of it that's awesome yeah so just for that i think he should win um all right you want to go next is a lead actress in a drama series your next one connie Britton, nashville claire danes homeland michelle dockery downton abbey vera farmiga Bates Motel, Elizabeth Moss, Mad Men, Carrie Washington, Scandal, Robin Wright, House of Cards. Pretty strong category overall, too. Uh, I'm just going to say right now, I don't think D- Downton Abbey is going to win jack shit. So we can, 
I, in my mind, we can eliminate every everything they get. Um, but uh, I haven't seen uh, the Bates Motel, but I heard she's really good in it, and she's a good actress. She's done she's done a lot of films and stuff. Uh, uh, I think I would like to see Elizabeth Moss win because she's really good. But I also think that her character might be more supporting than than lead. Um, so she might, you know, that's how people might see her on on Mad. Yeah, Man. it is odd that she was nominated as a lead because. Unless the show changed a lot, she was kind of a supporting actress in the first couple seasons. Yeah, and she's well, you know, everybody's kind of supporting to John Hamm John on Hamm, that show, yeah. really. Uh, so it's a it's a hard one. Um, so I think maybe that that might keep her from getting it. Um, so I'm going to say it's going to be between Claire Danes and Robin Wright, although. I, I don't know. I guess uh, I think Connie Britton might win. I was going to say Connie Britton has and Kerry Washington actually is pretty hot now too i guess uh, although i haven't seen scandal i haven't either and I, I think i'd probably enjoy it since i like that show it comes before it revenge revenge oh, we both liked revenge although i i kind of gave up halfway through the second season i thought the first season was great and uh, i think thought it kind of jumped the shark in the second season so i haven't caught up on revenge yet i yeah, it wasn't as good, but it was still good. It got a little bit too convoluted, but I think it was still good. But they scandal it seems like it's advertised to the same same weirdo group, and I, so I think I might enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, this is a this is a tough one. Uh, Claire Danes won last year. Well, and Claire Danes is another one who they love to give awards to. So, uh, at, as is Robin Wright. Um, I would like to see. I think of these, I would like to see. Elizabeth Moss win, but I think I I uh, I don't know. I don't know how to predict this one. This one is tough. I'm predicting Connie Britton. All right, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Claire Danes. I, if I want to pick who I want to win, I'm gonna say Robin Wright. Yeah, yeah, she's very good. Um, although again, like almost kind of a supporting role for her. That's true. That's true. Kevin Spacey overtakes that show yeah yeah and connie Britton is definitely a lead actress she's in a lead show. yeah yeah and that I, I watched that i i thought it was pretty good it was better than i expected and the music was the music's really good i i only watched yeah. a few episodes the music was way better than i expected from a, I, I don't really care for country music but i really like the country music in that show so maybe i like country music I, yeah I well t-bone Burnett is the musical director and he knows his shit um uh, I only watch a few episodes, but the music impressed me, and Connie Britton is really good. And I think his wife is one of the creators of the show. That's how he got involved. Oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. Um, so, okay, what's... Out- outstanding lead actor in a comedy series, Jason what? Bateman for Arrested Development, another Netflix okay. one. Um, Jim Parsons for The Big Bang Theory. And as much hate as we throw on Big Bang Theory, Jim Parsons deserves any award he can get because he's awesome. He's he's a good actor. He's won enough though. Has he, okay. Yeah, yeah I think he's won twice. Um, Matt LeBlanc for episodes, um, not not a chance. Uh, Does that show have the chimpanzee? Never seen it. It's on Showtime. I don't I don't have Showtime, so. I think it's just that movie. Oh the, yeah, Ed. Was that the name of the movie, Ed? I, I don't know the chimp, the where he's the baseball player and they have the yeah or maybe it was an orangutan. I beg your pardon. Sorry, sorry, chimpanzee lobby. Uh, yeah, Matt Le- Don Cheadle for House of Lies, Louis C.K. for Louis, and uh, Alec Baldwin for Thirty Rock. <coughs> another tough, another tough category. I don't think Jason Bateman really has much of a chance. But he's who I'm rooting for. Because that's the only ne- that's the only Arrested Development nomination, so. Yeah, it is, and it would be nice to see him win. I'd I'd like to see him win. Um, I'd like to see, well, Alec Baldwin's always great on Thirty Rock. Um, I'd like to see Louis C.K. If since I don't think he's gonna win for a comedy series, it would be nice to see him get something. Um, but I think against you know people like Don Cheadle and Jim Parsons, I I don't think there's much, and Alec Baldwin, there's not much chance of Louis C.K. winning. Uh, have you seen House of Lies? I didn't even know it was a comedy. And nope, haven't I, seen it. But it does have uh, Veronica Mars, so 
well, it has Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle, I, I, I think he's always awesome. So it's Don something Cheadle's I need to watch. always awesome, except in the in Ocean's, Ocean's Eleven with yeah. that horrible accent where yeah. I was just like, dude. I forgot. I, I think everyone should assume that as the end of the sentence because, yeah, that Ocean's Eleven performance by Don Cheadle is not worth seeing. And I like the movie. Yeah, no, but he was. It was. It was painful. I mean, right. You want to talk about a Dick Van Dyke, uh, Mary Poppins thing? Jesus Christ, this was ten times worse. Um, but yeah, overall, Don Cheadle's great. But I haven't seen the show, so I don't know. And it's also on Showtime, so I don't know. I didn't that... know it was a comedy, so <laughs> I should have watched it before. I would have been surprised. I thought it was like a, uh, like an Ocean's Eleven kind of TV show where there's lots of like grips and stuff. Maybe yeah. it is, but it uh, has a com- comedic edge to it. Yeah, I know nothing about it, so. Um, so uh, did you? I think I'll predict Jim Parsons. That, that'll be my prediction. Fuck. I'm all right. I'm gonna. You know, you can predict the same thing as I do. No, I know. I just don't. I don't want him to win because I hate that show so much. Um, I'm actually gonna predict Alec Baldwin, even though there is uh, all the hate for all the dumb shit he says, um, I think he is, I think he, he was a better actor than Jim Parsons, um, his, for his role on 30 rock. So I'm going to, I'll go out on a limb. I don't, I don't think it's, it's probably going to happen, but I think, I think it could. All right. You want to go next? Lead actress in a comedy series, Lena Dunham, girls, Laura Dern, enlightened Tina Fey, 30 rock. Amy Poehler, Parks and Recreation. Julie Louis-Dreyfus, Veep. Edie Falco, Nurse Jackie. Now, this category, there's only one right answer. Of course, the wrong, they did the wrong thing last year. Uh, uh, Julie Louis-Dreyfus won for Veep. But there, there's nobody else but Amy Poehler. No, Amy Poehler's got to win. And, and what the fuck is up with them not nominating Parks and Rec for best? Yeah, I don't... That's That doesn't make any sense. Out. I... Or, uh, or fucking Ron Swanson for Best Supporting Actor in a Sitcom. Yeah, Parks and Rec should have been uh, nominated for Best sitcom, uh, best Comedy and so should have Arrested Development. Yeah, oh yeah. The, you oh, can, and, and uh, I don't know if you'd be supporting your lead, but Adam Scott should have been nominated. He's awesome. Everybody on that show is, is awesome. Um, yeah, I don't understand how it didn't get nominated for Best Comedy. It's, it's yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's, it's literally a billion times better than... Big Bang Theory. Oh, I think it's a billion times better than anything, but that might be hyperbole. Yeah, maybe, perhaps, maybe a million times better. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I would love to see Amy Poehler win, uh, but is that what I think's actually going to happen? I, I don't know. There's so much love for um, Julia Louis Dreyfus and Tina Fey and Lena Dunham. Um, and Laura Dern, um, Enlightened was a good show. I don't know that it quite counted as a comedy, um, as much as it was just an uncomfortable half hour, uh, every week. And people really like Nurse Jackie, so I don't even think Edie Falco well, is out of the running. Fal- no, Edie, well, she's a great actress too. I mean, right. this is probably the strongest category where everybody is good. I, I can't really speak to Lena Dunham but she cuz I don't watch girls but she does seem at least uh very smart and uh well she's the that shows well liked and her performance is well liked so yeah yeah I think has an equally good chance I don't know I haven't seen Unlightened but I think yeah I think they're all they're all possibles but I'm going yeah I'm going to put good vibes out into the universe and I'm going to say Amy Poehler wins I will too because she fucking should twice um, outstanding miniseries or movie you know what literally I haven't seen any of these oh no I have I've seen Top of the Lake um, really <laughs> yeah so American Horror Story Asylum Behind the Candelabra The Bible Phil Spector Political Animals Top of the Lake who gives a shit really we don't, we don't have to read off all, all the categories we can just kind of <laughs> just do the major ones yeah yeah nobody cares I, I don't I don't care who wins this. Nobody else does either. Uh, I'm sure the people who worked on behind behind the count can, behind. <laughs> I'm sure the per- people who worked on Phil Spector care. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I'll say I'll say the Bible. It was a big hit. Who cares? Um, 
lead actor in a miniseries or movie is another one. Toby I, Jones. I don't. Okay, Toby hey, Jones is Alf, hey, Alfred what is, Hitchcock. What is Parade's End? I've never heard of that. And has the guy that played Sherlock Holmes. That's HBO, neat. Ben, ben Dick Cumberbatch. Yeah, uh, I don't know what it is. Actually, I did hear that it was a horrible, horrible movie. Um, oh. Or okay. miniseries. Uh, but but he was good in it. Of course, he, he Ben Dick Cumberbatch is good. Uh, is a good actor. Um, Al Pacino might win just because he's Al Pacino. But come on, he the dude's been a parody of himself for... 25 years um, and i heard, didn't hear anything good about phil specter not yeah. the person but the show yeah no, no i heard plenty either. good about the person loves animals maybe michael douglas will win uh for sympathy for uh getting cancer from eating pussy uh let's see outstanding lead actress in a miniseries or movie sorry now i'm uh, we were supposed to be switching off, but we don't care about any of these, right? Uh, yeah, let's just go to supporting actors in, in comedy or drama. Okay, yeah. first in your list. Your list is much different than mine. Okay. Uh, yeah, outstanding reality competition. I don't think we... Nobody cares, right? No, uh, it should and, be and sports. Yeah, no, I think... Uh, what, what the fuck is even... The, the Amazing Race will win. There, that's my prediction. Uh so we are outstanding supporting actors in a comedy series. Okay, go for it. I have to find an actor. Or oh, act. Wait. All right. So next one I have up is outstanding supporting actor in a drama series. Okay, let me find that. Oh, uh, variety series. Um, the Daily Show with John Stewart is the only one in that category, as far as I can see. Oh, I'd like to see Colbert Report win some yeah, year. Yeah, I would too. I'm just I was making a joke because nothing else ever went. Oh, okay. Uh, and it used to be uh, Letterman won for a while. Wow. Letterman won in 1998, and then it won every year until 2003, and, and Daily Show's won since then. And before that, do you know what show won? Uh, Sonny and Cher? Tracy Takes On. Wow. Fucking weird. <laughs> You're very... Man, that's funny. It's a funny list to look at, because... Be, the Letterman won for a bunch of years in a row and Daily Show, but before that it was someone different every year. Like Leno won one year, the Tonight, uh, Johnny Carson won his fa- final year, the Academy Awards won a. Oh, nobody cares. Yeah, it is, it's, it's all it, kind of boring. <laughs> Excuse uh, me. <laughs> outstanding supporting actor in a drama series. Have you got to it? Yeah. Okay. Bobby Cannavale, Boardwalk Empire, Jonathan Banks, Breaking Bad, Aaron Paul, Breaking Bad. Jim Connor, Jim Carter, Downton Abbey, Peter Dinklage, Game of Thrones, Mandy Patinkin, Homeland. Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, I I would like to see. All right, uh, spoiler alert for Breaking Bad. Uh, Don't say it then. No. Well. All right. All right. Well. All right. Then I won't. Uh. Fuck all y'all for not being current on things. Uh, I will say I would like to see Jonathan Banks win for Breaking Bad. Um, because he dies. I, I didn't say anything. Uh, but I, I think, uh, I think actually in this category, uh, Aaron Paul is one. Bobby Cannavale was almost like a, a guest star, um, more than a supporting actor. I think Peter Dinklage should get it. He does a really good job on on Game of Thrones. He's the only one where you you're like, oh, th- he can act. Uh, everybody else is just kind of you know, kind of there. I can't really talk about this category at all because I've not watched any of the shows. All right. Uh, well, then we'll say you say Peter Dinklage as well. I say Mandy Patinkin. Okay, you say Mandy. I say Peter. Um, it's called holding off. Supporting actress in a drama series. Uh, Anna Gunn, Breaking Bad, Maggie Smith, Downton Abbey, um, Amelia Clark, Game of Thrones. I don't even know who she... Oh, Daenerys Targaryen. Um, What's the blonde? Wait, the the dragon one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not that good. Uh, Christine Baranski, The Good Wife, Morena Beckerin, Beckerin, Homeland. Oh, she's in that show. Wow, I really need to watch that. She's awesome. And uh, really, I don't. Even, I can't even. I don't even know who she is. Uh, she's from Firefly. Oh, 
and Christina Hendricks, also from Firefly, I believe. Yeah, two episodes. So, this one... Ah, fuck, I don't know, dude. Christine Baranski, the good wife. I say Anna Gunn, Breaking Bad. There. Done, done <laughs> with that. All right, you want to go next? Uh, wait. Supporting actor in a comedy series? Yeah, let me get to it. Uh, Adam Driver, Girls. Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Modern Family. Ed O'Neill, Modern Family. Ty Burrell, Modern Family. Bill Hader, Saturday Night Live. Tony Hale, Veep. All right, I think we both would agree on who we think should get it. I, I'm saying Tony Hale. I don't Tony know. Tony Hale, yep. Yeah. He's fucking great on it. Um, he's great, but he's not as good as he could as he's been in other things. So it, it sometimes it's a little disappointing because I'm like, you're so much funnier as Buster. You're so much funnier in that show with Andy Richter. But yeah, he's, but, but he's awesome. He's, he is awesome. He is awesome on Veep, too. He is. He um, is. Uh, Adam Driver on Girls Don't Know Who He Is. Uh, ugh, so much modern family. I mean, I think probably realistically it's going to go to Ty Burrell. And he deserves it. He is really, really funny. He's, no, he's great. As is Ed O'Neill, as we mentioned. Um, I don't uh, like Jesse Taylor Ferguson as much as he, anybody on this list. He's the least deserving. Yeah, but I don't I, just say that because he's gay. No, I <laughs> I do only say it because he's gay. Uh, I don't know Adam Driver, but no, he, he is the weak link of those three actors from Modern Family. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bill Hader is is funny as hell, but a comedy series I don't really get it because Saturday Night Live gets in the variety category, and then they've got him in this. Um, so no, that's not going to happen. Uh, I would like Tony Hale. I say Ty Burrell. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say the same. Oh, oh, let's see. Who, oh, I don't know. I don't have a list of supporting actors who've won. I'll say Ed O'Neill because I don't know if he's ever won. I mean, he should have at some point. Yeah, that's true. That that would be nice. Um, outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series. Maya Bialik from, uh, shit, piece of shit, fuck shit. Uh, Sofia Vergara. Oh, sorry. Jane Lynch from Glee. Sofia Vergara Vergara from Modern Family. Julie Bowen from Modern Family. Uh, Merritt Weaver from Nurse Jackie. Uh, Jane Krakowski from 30 Rock. And Anna Chlumsky. Chlumsky? Klumsky, I think, yes. From Veep. I would like to see Anna Klumsky win. I think probably... Actually, I'd like to see Anna Klumsky or Julie Bowen win. Um, and I'm going to I'm gonna call Julie Bowen because I don't think she's won. Uh, I don't know who I'm going to call. I'm just trying to think of who I'd want to win. I think Anna Klumsky is who I'd want to win most. She's very enjoyable in that show. And not surprisingly because she was good in the first season too. But yes, she's great. Uh, but I, who I, yeah, Julie Bones a good, I will predict that. So Sophia Vergara is going to win. Yeah. I'm guessing. I, I know. I think she's won before, but I don't know. Um, she's very good in the three stooges movie. Oh, I mean, you didn't really even have to tell me that. I was, did you that watch that movie? Everybody's I've... brilliant in it. And the did... screenplay is brilliant. And, did you watch the movie? You never liked the original Three Stooges, so you probably wouldn't like the movie, but I thought it was brilliantly... It was a very good movie. Yeah, well, when you've got that kind of cast, how can you go wrong? The dude from Will and Grace. <laughs> it really is funny, I swear. If you like the Three Stooges, you'll like the Three Stooges movie, so go see it. If you don't like the Three Stooges, forget the whole thing. Well, if you like the Three Stooges, what won't you like, really? I um, like the Three Stooges, and I like the Three Stooges movie, but I don't care for Big Bang Theory. Okay, touche. Uh, wait, what did we say for that? So, yeah, I, I say Julie Bowen, you say Sophia Vergara. We'd both like to see Anna Klumsky win. Um, what Do, do we have anything le- good left? See, guest actor, I don't even know why that's a category. Oh, here we go. Uh, outstanding writing for a comedy series. Ooh, I didn't look at that. Let me see. Well, I'll start reading them off. Uh, episodes, Louie, and these are four specific uh, episodes, of course. Uh, the Office, Finale, uh, 30 Rock, Hogcock, um, 30 Rock, Last Lunch. Uh, wow. Uh, you've got two... I'm, I, I say the finale of The Office. You think? I didn't think it was that strong, but 
I know, thought it was a very good finale. I thought it, was, it did it did everything it was supposed to do, and it did it really well. It was a good mix of of humor and um, and sentimentality, and they they put it together really well. And they they used Steve Carell per, almost perfectly. Oh, he was yeah, it was great the way they used him. No, per, if, if, that was perfect. If they wouldn't have the scene, the extra scene, it would have been absolutely positively perfect. But as it was, it was close to perfect. I think the sentimentality put me off a bit. I think it was a little overboard. Um, uh, I think I think it was perfect because it was always been a kind of a sentiment show with the with the with the the will they won't they with Jim and Pam. And I, I think they did everything really well for the last episode, not the last season, but the last episode. I thought was perfect. Well, I would like to see Louie win. Uh, you think the Office finale is going to win? I'm going to say Thirty Rock Hogcock will win. Which one was Hogcock? I don't know. I just love the title. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Outstanding directing, outstanding supporting actor in a miniseries. We don't care about these ones, right? Right. Yeah. Just want the big stuff, just like just like everybody. I I don't know how you watch. I I TiVo it and I just fast forward through half the shit uh, when I watch the Emmys. Oh, I don't even watch the Emmys. Oh, I'm glad we're doing this podcast then. Uh, writing for That's, a miniseries. So is everyone else. <laughs> I know this is this is half gr- the people don't this... care. Half the people doing the podcast don't care. <laughs> uh writing for a ver- okay writing for a variety series uh so you've got the colbert report the uh the daily show jimmy kimmel live portlandia real time with bill maher uh saturday night live i just want to make it real clear that i want jimmy kimmel live to lose i want it to lose by so much that it's never nominated again wow you you have strong feelings on jimmy kimmel live i don't really hate the show I hate uh, this. Show. I don't. I don't go out of my way to watch it, but uh, I, I like Fallon though. I think Fallon should be. That's a funny show. Yeah, well, not... Jim, he's he's actually good. And I used to hate him because on Saturday Night Live, I he was one of those guys that would always crack up and not be able to, you know, yeah, be professional, I... and it annoyed the shit out of me. But he's he's coming to his own as a talk show host. And I think that the fact that he cracks up so easily is is charming as a to- as a host. As a host, yeah, not not when you're in a sketch show. No, but because uh, they'll do little sketches on that show, and he'll crack up, and it's funny there because it's not just sketches. Right. Yeah. Port Portlandia would be a cool win just because uh, Carrie Brownstein was in Sleater Kinney. I'd like that, but um, realistically, uh, realistically, it's, it's, it's got to be the Daily Show. But uh, Colbert Report would be nice too. I think that's maybe a dark horse. Yeah, I, I, I I'm. Colbert Report is so funny. It's just, but it, he carries it. So I don't know if it's just him, or or what. But yeah, right, like right. I think he carries it more than John Stewart, and I think that's shown by John Stewart being gone and the show still being Daily Show still being funny. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Well, and the Daily Show has correspondence, um, which, which Stephen Colbert came from. Um, right, right. That, that help out, but yeah, he d- really does have to carry that whole show. Um, I'm not seeing anything else that's grabbing my eye that has anything I want to talk about or or would care about. Well, wait, let's look. Uh, here's my outstanding children's program. Good luck, Charlie. I, Carly. Nick News with Linda Ellerby. That's still around. Is this list from 1985? Apparently it is. I, I didn't even know she was still alive. Oh, I'm mixing her up with Molly Ivins. Um, the Weight of the Nations for Kids, Quiz Ed. A young arts masterclass. Well, I don't even have this list on my USA Today doesn't doesn't consider children's worth children's television worth an Emmy. Anyway, I, my nominations for uh, Mr. Rogers. Mine's of course, yes, and uh, mine is of course for uh, the Red Shoe Diaries. Um, yeah, the rest of these. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to leave leave this show without talking about a host for a reality or reality competition program. Okay, go for it. I I probably passed I by. Actually, it. I do want to leave this show without talking about that. Oh, good. So do I. Well, outstanding voiceover for p- performance. Jesus Christ, how many awards do they give out? Man, you must have had straight from that. That's on USA Today either. Is Ron Howard one of them? Uh, I, I didn't. I scrolled right past it. Okay. Outstanding casting for a comedy series. Oh, the, yeah. Your your list really dives deep. I can see that's like one of those technical awards because you. I mean, you have to be good to be a casting person, but it doesn't seem like. Oh, whatever. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm this. I'm only halfway through this damn list, and I think you're you're in the part of the list where they give the awards the day before. Yeah. I, oh, I'm sure I am. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for uh, outstanding holding in your fart at the craft service table. Jesus Christ. Michael J. Fox won that one. Oh yeah, as he as he does every year. Um, he's he's not even working, but he does hang out at craft service tables on the Paramount. Oh hey, lot. Harry Hamlin was a guest star on Mad Men. Oh yeah, he's been on it all season. Oh okay, that's neat. It's neat to see him getting work. Yeah, he was on uh he was on Curb Your Enthusiasm this past the last season too. Um. All right, fuck it. I guess we're done with uh with the Emmys. So we've made our predictions. And uh, if if our and history, who we support, yeah, and if our history um, as intellectuals is is any indication, we'll be a hundred percent wrong about everything. Well, that's impossible because we said that um, Amy Poehler was going to win, and she's obviously going to win. I really want her to win. Um, I don't know if she will. The fact those that, voters aren't evil, but the fact that Parks and Rec—that's the only nomination—makes me wonder what the fuck uh, their problem That's is. That's true, you yeah. Know? So, uh, just, let's just, fingers crossed, Big Bang Theory wins nothing. I don't think it's ever won anything, so I think that's safe. But you know what? Except oh, no, Jim hearts. Parsons won. Jim Parsons won. But uh, I can't <coughs> believe Two and a Half Men has ever won anything. And that's worse than Big Bang Theory. Well, what's his name from Two and a Half Men? Not Charlie Sheen, but the other dude um, won. John Cryer? Yeah, he's won. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I'm yeah. surprised anything is oh, from that one. Yeah, that Chuck Lorre, man. I don't know. He must he must sit around at home on his pile of money and, and just think, how can I fuck up TV even more? And every year he comes up with something even worse. And we all win. All right, I think that uh, that's a good note to go out on. What do you think? That sounds good to me. So this is a very... Uh, long special episode. Very long, yeah, bonus episode, and uh, pretty boring for the most part. <laughs> yeah. I nodded off a far. couple times. Congratulations. Yeah. And this, is, this there, episode is exactly what I made fun of with that other podcast. Thanks a lot for making me do it again. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was no payoff. And no. uh, and you could have gotten the same information just by looking online. It would have taken you five minutes. So uh, once again, we're proving you're all idiots for listening. And who's the more idiot? The people who forced you to listen or the listeners? Yeah, or or the people sitting in their darkened rooms on their computers talking into uh, microphones when they could be out watching uh, So You Think You Can Dance. um all right yeah so that that does it for this bonus episode and uh until next time when we have something real to talk about uh goodbye goodbye Favorite